Good morning. There's Mama back there hiding behind me. I like it behind him. Like 10 paces like a good wife. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a joke. Today's the 7th of September. September. Today's Thursday. Yeah. Here we go. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. All right, good morning, good morning, welcome. While you guys are finding us, we'll play a song called Sweet Surrender.
Tinder. You like it, man? And title track. Doing the best I can do. So I can't hear it really good this morning. Charles, you said we're looking good this morning. Y'all looking good this morning. Thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, having trouble with my left ear this morning. I had a strange thing happen. I was bush hogging. I got into a nest of something that stings. And I don't know because I was trying to get out. They were just swarming me and stinging me. And one went in my ear and stung me inside the ear. And it was, the pain was excruciating. It's crazy. So I'm, I, I don't hear, I feel like I got water in my ear this morning. Can't hear very well. So I was afraid I was going to sing off. But it was okay, except for that last line. That wasn't bad. That could have just, you know, adding flair. Well, good morning. Thanks for being here. It's Thursday. Today's the 7th. And, uh, man, we're trekking through, going right through De uh, September, ain't we? Uh, so Saturday night, if you drive out, come out. We're just going to have some worship. Now, this is a very kind of... Uh, no PA system, no spotlights, no lights whatsoever. I mean, what I'm asking everybody in the community to do is just come out, bring their guitars, bring their whatever they can play unplugged, just gather at the courthouse and just worship. We'll sing like old worship songs that everybody knows and old hymns and things like that. I might even dig out a couple of hymns. Might throw in. Might throw in. I might throw in some more contemporary ones that people know. As well. Mm -hmm. We also might write new ones. <laughs> not while we're there. But not while we're there. On the spot. Because one of the things I'm trying to do is do easy songs. Things that everybody knows how to sing. You know what I mean? That's the whole key is to try to get everybody just worshiping right there at the courthouse. So anyway, that's 7 o'clock Saturday night. And uh, let's see, where do we get to? We got to verse 18 yesterday. Verse 18. Verse 18. And. Let me go over here to captions. Uh, verse 18 said, Chasten your son while there is hope, and set not, and do not set your heart on his destruction. Let's say a quick prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Yeshua, guide us as we study your word. Please, Lord, in your sweet name. Amen. And so, chasten your son while there is hope. The key to this proverb is while there is hope. That is to say that there is a season, there is a time when you can discipline your children, both male, female. Uh, but then there's a time when that time is over. And if you try to train your children at the wrong season in life, it's not going to go well. Uh, and... You know, it can bring out a lot of rebellion and kind of that's what this is talking about. While there is hope, chasing your son during that window of time while you can influence them. And he says, do not set your heart on his destruction or literally put him to death. Uh, in other words, an undisciplined child. It doesn't mean that he cannot succeed, but an undisciplined child is going to have a hard time in this year. You know, I'm coming over there. Come on. No, I didn't know. Come on. Uh, an undisciplined child, don't set your heart on his destruction is saying 
there is folly in the heart of children when we're growing up and correction gets it out and it has to be gotten out or it's, his life is what you're actually doing is setting him up for destruction or her up for destruction if you uh, do not take the time to lead and discipline that's exactly right if you love your babies if you love your babies discipline your children because mm -hmm. just like you said you're setting them up for failure later on and I see mommies that are so tired and they're tired because they don't put in the time to diligently disciple their children. Discipline, disciple, same root word. Um, it it's is true. It so is. important because I, I talk to people all the time and they're like, my teenager is driving me nuts. Okay, well, your teenager driving you nuts because you let them when they were two and four and thought it was cute. And I don't mean to be, I, I'm not being hard. I'm just saying that is the window when they're little informant doesn't mean that you can't still make influence but you have to change your tactics it's much easier to train a sapling to go in the direction you want it to go than to try to move a half-grown oak tree mm -hmm. <laughs> much yeah. easier yes so you know this is so, so and these are basic normal truths you can discipline your child and they still turn out terrible it can happen it can happen i guess but when I hear people talk about struggles with their teens, um, now, you know, Michael's not quite out of his teens yet, mm -hmm. but all my older daughters, and we've, we've yet to see what Alicia will do, but so far she's no trouble at all. Um, we have communication issues sometimes, but other than that. Mm -hmm. But but the older, I never had that. We didn't have that teenage thing that I hear so many people talking about. It's like, Where's teenager anyway? Where does that word even come from? Your your children and then your young adults and then your adults. Yeah. So I think we've written in teenager like that terrible two thing. It's it's just let's don't speak that over them. Let's just let them be what they are. Kids are kids. And kids are kids. And, love <laughs> them. and folly is bound up in the heart of a child. That's Bible. I mean, you know, God knows how we're bound we how we're born and it's in us. You know, we come out of the womb, the Bible says, speaking lies. So it's not as, it's not as, there's all children are the same. Now, some have a little uh, softer disposition than others, uh, but all kids are going to sin. All kids are going to rebel. Right. Nobody wants to be told what to do, you know. No, but if they get used to you telling them when they're young and they just accept it as the way of life, because, and I've said this before, children think abstractly not con I mean concretely not abstractly so their first experience with authority is their parents right and so the the better you train them to heed your word the easier it will be for them then to heed other the people's authorities words. later in their life the authority of police the authority of the sheriff the, god yeah the judges so, yeah you know god created us in his image he said be fruitful and multiply and, and when you go to work, when you know, when you go to work and you have a foreman or, you know, you work in a plant, you absolutely. have people that lead you. Yeah. Or absolutely. on teams with coaches. Yeah. I tell Alicia sometimes, your way may be better, but we need to do it my way because you need to learn to follow instructions so that someday when you're working for somebody else, you know, you won't have that internal struggle. Um, anyway, it's just, it's so important. And trust me, if you don't train your child, Life will. 
The TV you know. will, their phone will, their friends will. Amen. Oh, Lord, do not let the TV train the child because the TV trains the child to be totally rebellious. Yeah. 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 And look at every, all the little sitcoms, all the daddies are stupid. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just just don't. Yeah, we went from father knows best to... Uh, father don't know anything. For, to married with children or something like that. That was horrible. And just, I, think what, I think what you said, Mom, is probably one of the reasons we turned out the way we did is because you didn't leave out the discipling in the discipline. Like, you can't just have... Oh, yeah. If you all know, you, you can't just you have be to like, tie oh, you have, like, yes. that's it. The discipling yes. has to be part of that or it's not going to... Well, it is a... You must love and you must have fun with and tie strings and do things with. That's what makes a discipline work. Discipline without that makes a tyrant. It'll, it'll, it'll have the opposite effect yeah. and your kid will do nothing but rebel. Yeah. yeah. So, True. Anyway, right. happy parenting. <laughs> Verse 19, verse 19, did I put it up? Yeah. A man of great wrath will suffer punishment. For if you rescue him, you will have to do it again. This is man of great wrath, basically a hothead. You know, we've been talking about that. Uh, the Bible, the Bible knows how, it know, the word of God knows how we are, you know. A hothead is going to get himself in trouble. And... You know, for if you rescue, rescue him, you'll have to do it again. It's just saying, if he does not learn to control his temper, it's going to keep getting him into trouble. That's what it is. I mean, that's what all this is saying. You know, in the New Testament, in Ephesians, the Apostle Paul says, be angry, but don't sin. Don't let the sun go down upon your wrath, meaning get over it. You must come to a place where we can. We must come to a place where we can get over it. And we can with the help of the Holy Spirit now. We have the gift of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit comes upon everyone who believes has the gift of the Holy Spirit now. And, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit is self-control. So we can control ourselves. We may not control ourselves, but we can control ourselves. Amen. So... He'll just, you'll just have to do it again if you bail him out. All right, verse 20. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. Learn and keep on learning. Uh, if you want to teach, you have to be able to learn. If you want to lead, you must be able to follow. These are simply truth if you listen to counsel you want people to listen to your counsel you listen to other people's counsel listen to wise words when you hear it tune in and listen that you can be wise in your latter days i mean once we start getting gray-headed gray-bearded i don't have much gray in my hair but uh we're supposed to have a little more wisdom to us right i mean that's what you think yeah. uh, because we're older you're supposed to have some wisdom you've lived longer well, that doesn't have to be true. If a person has gotten older and they just lived their life without listening to any wisdom <laughs> and growing and learning, then you can be just as silly in your old age as you was in your 20s. You just be an old fool instead of a young fool. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be an old fool, right? 
<laughs> yeah. But we're, we're foolish when we're young, though. I mean, you look at, we're in our 50s. Let's go back to our late teens and early 20s. We did such stupid stuff, right? Uh, but you're supposed to change as you grow older, and that's that's the natural flow of things. Did you have something else you want to say? No, I was just guess is that the part of accepting instruction? That is just not always easy. It's not. You know, it, it's it's not only easy. like mom was talking about when you're young and as a child you have to learn to accept instruction. Yes. You don't, in a sense, you don't really have a choice. You're right. <laughs> you accept instruction or you pay the penalty. Um, but then as you get older, like personally, even for me being, I guess I'm over there, so I don't. Either for me being older and an adult in my parents' house, it can be harder because I'm an adult myself. I have the independence to make my own decisions, yet I live under their roof, and I still should be accepting of listening to advice and accepting instruction. And yeah. it's just not always easy as you get older because you think, well, you know, we do learn stuff. And you think you know. Mm -hmm. And so it can be harder to keep that teachable spirit. That's why I think it's a really good prayer to pray to the Lord. Say, God, yeah. please keep me teachable. I want to be teachable. I want to be able to receive instruction. Not bad instruction. The Holy Spirit will lead you in that. But to be able to receive and to continue to be teachable. Because now, <laughs> we've do, always got I, stuff I, to I learn. I do think a time comes where this switches, though. I, I think there's a time comes when it's not as hard. Like, like somewhere in my midlife, uh, things started changing with me. Like, you know, I have guys ask their opinion all the time. I have people ask opinion of, I want, I'm like, okay, here's what's in my mind. Here's what I'm thinking for our future. What do you think about that? And I think it does, you know, you get to an age where you can see wisdom in older people and, and you do, you want to ask for advice you know yeah. there's a time in your life when it's like i'll make my own decisions thank you i don't want anybody telling me anything mm -hmm. but then you kind of move into this okay what do you think about this you know that's how i see elders in a congregation you know uh like i submit myself to the elders of the churches that i pastor uh because i don't necessarily have the right idea all the time so i'd love to uh, check myself against them, you know, yeah. in both campuses. You know, there's two elders, this campus, two elders at that campus. And sometimes I'll ask all four of them, what do y'all think about this? Yeah. You know, uh, how do I lead my family? You know, one of the things in our life as we also travel, I do revivals and we travel and sing. And, and so I'm always looking for advice. How often, right. how often do you think it's okay for us to be gone and other people fill in for me, you know, and, uh, how much do I need to be there? So I want advice. Yeah. I guess I meant more in the sense of like when you're not asking for it, but somebody comes and gives you instruction. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, sometimes that's hard. It's like, wait, I wasn't asking necessarily for your instruction, <laughs> you know, but it can be the same thing in discipline in the church. It's like if an elder sees a problem, he has the authority to step in and to lovingly mm -hmm. be like, you know, rebuke you. And it's like, okay, God, help me to keep the um, the kind of heart that says, Okay, I will listen to instruction. I will yeah. accept, you know. But we don't really do well with that. In 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 2023, nobody wants to be ever corrected. Ever. Yeah, that's what I was going to Nobody wants to be corrected. That's, that that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is like. It's much easier to take instruction than to have to take correction. Oh, uh, yeah. True. You know, because there is a, a strong differentiation between the two. You know, when I'm teaching Alicia something, 
I'm instructing her. Right. Now she sure. can she can learn that and then follow suit. Sure. Or she can disregard that and later will come correction. Right. Amen. You know, so Amen. there's it's a whole lot easier to take instruction. So like Megan said, have a heart willing to learn mm. and then you don't ever have to deal with much correction. Yeah. yeah. Because you took instruction. And that is wisdom. Yeah. Amen. 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 Well, let's see. What are we at? Okay, we can do one more. One more. Let's go to 21. I think I put in here we would get to 23, but we had more lively conversation than I thought. Well, there are many plans. Know, uh, around here. <laughs> I never know. Big white day. Like yesterday, anybody got anything to say? Nope. <laughs> we were saving it all for today. We're saving it all for today. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand. There are many plans, not a few plans, many plans in a man's heart. we got all kinds of things we want to do. I'd say man, woman, either one. We have all kinds of things we'd like to do. The Lord's counsel, that will stand. I think, you know, every day we pray the Lord's prayer and we say, Lord, lead us, right? Uh, lead us, steer us clear from evil, you know, forgive us as we forgive others. But we notice that uh, even our Lord, Yeshua, Jesus' prayer in the garden, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done, right? And this proverb is speaking strongly to the point of we, even though we have a lot of plans in our heart, we need to always give in, willingly give in and submit to the sovereignty of God in those plans. Because some of the plans we have, though they're not bad, they will not be leading us to the place that God wants us to be in. Or they will not be building the character in us that God wants to build in us to use us in a specific way in his kingdom. You know, as we give our hearts to the Lord and as you know, sometimes we're prodigals for a period of time, and then we come back to the Lord. Well, if that's not something that God doesn't know is going to happen. You know, God knows all. I believe God knows all. I think God sees the future. I do. I believe God knows all. I think he knows when the prodigal, that the prodigal is going to come back. And God, in his wisdom, can take things that seem terrible in our life, and even, I believe he can take mistakes that we have made, and he can use those to build a character in us that will help us be the servants and the disciples that he wants us to be uh, so he can use us in his kingdom. Does that make sense? He's going to use us. He's going to use you if you will let him use you. So you have all kinds of plans. I have plans, but... Remember, at the end of the day, let's submit them to the Lord and say, God, you know this is what I want. Is this beneficial? I have plans in my heart. And so my prayer, this, I pray this quite often, my prayer is, God, the things in my heart that isn't right, that isn't good, that's not going to go the right direction, uh, you take care of that, you know. You take care of that. Because, you know, people ask us to come sing. We go sing here. We, we can't go everywhere. So we have to have wisdom on where to go and how much to go, how much not to go. And all of this, in my book, takes the Lord's leading. And so I pray often, God, your will be done here on earth like it is in heaven. 
like we'll be praying here in a minute. So, nevertheless, not my will but yours be done, Lord, in my life. Well, I hope this has been edifying to you. I hope you've gotten something out of this day. I appreciate uh, my family getting involved this morning. That was good. I like that. I like that. And so, praise the Lord for you being here. Thanks for being faithful to Daybreak, you guys that are on here live with me. Uh, you're always so faithful, and I appreciate it so much. God is still expanding this uh, around the world. People are contacting me in different places. Mostly it's on Facebook and YouTube. YouTube is just a few, maybe 15 to 25 people. Facebook, much more by the end of the day. And I just want to say thank you all for sharing and being here and per for praying for me. And if, if you are you coming to say one more thing if you just lift up a prayer from my ear like it's still <laughs> I've still got pain here and I feel like you know if you guys ever flew in a plane you get way up in the sky and it's like all that pressure is in there mm -hmm. that's how I feel it's like I can't hear good out of this side it feels really weird so that was what I was going to come and ask for you guys to pray we are supposed to be in the studio next week this morning he was even a little worried about trying to sing for daybreak because uh, because his hearing hear is messed up in this yeah. ear where he got stung. So please, let's pray for him, Father God. Clear this ear. <laughs> yes, Lord. Lord. Uh, yes, Lord. And heal him up, Father. Yes, in Lord. Jesus', Jesus name. name. Amen. Um, and, and he will do it. Those I believe he'll do it. Whatever those words said. <laughs> we hope they all died. It was either um, hornets or just wasp. I don't know which, but when you get a wasp down in your ear and then I'm trying to get it out and I pushed it deeper and it goes all the way into my eardrum and then stings me in here and I'm telling you it put me on my face with pain I that's I broke a lot of bones and that was excruciating pain listen and when he called I was in Lebanon and it scared me to no end because I heard bush hogging and don't touch me and <laughs> I thought he had killed himself it scared me to death but well I could have killed myself okay. I could have called you um, anyway, anyway. Um, also, like I said, pray for us about the recording. Um, we have that time coming up. And, and y'all, if we're trying to get these songs out, and if the Lord moves on your heart, and if he doesn't, don't, but if the Lord moves on your heart to help <laughs> us produce this next CD, um, we would love for y'all to partner with us in this um, outreach because it is a musical outreach. It is a mission. And uh, so, anyway, if the Lord moves on your heart so, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the, and the power, power and, and the, the glory, glory forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Love y'all. Bye, guys.